0: Clarity is one thing that we expect to have in life that makes our life so much more easier. But mostly, we have confusions. Or to be precise, we have doubts. Am I good enough? Do I look fat? Am I ugly? Am I pretty? What will the people think of me? What if I fail? How will I face my parents? What will the people say about me? Too much doubts, right? But some of those doubts, are actually useful to some extent. Trust me, some of them really helps us to take some rational decisions in life. And that doesn't hurt anyone, including yourself. That there's no room for regrets here. Like on one hand, we all know how much hardships our parents are going through to let us live this life we have right now. So taking a moment to remember our parents and doubt What will they feel if they come to know that I've done something like this? Before knowingly getting into a bad company or a bad habit and stepping back from that all by yourself is life-saving. With that one doubt, you're not just saving yourself, but your entire family, their hopes, their trust, and above all, your happiness. Such doubts, they're not just doubts. They are life changes. But on the other hand, doubting what will your parents or even the society will say when you refuse to forcefully marry someone whom you don't like at all or when you react when you're being physically or mentally abused or bullied by someone, that's not healthy. Such doubts are not healthy and they are not going to get you anywhere good. Trust me. Any doubt that questions your self-worth is not okay. You know, every person here are unique, priceless, and worthy in their own ways. And no one, literally no one has got the capacity to measure that for someone else. And if we feel like we are someone to judge someone, unfortunately, it's our time to look within. It's actually our time to look inside and clear the garbage inside us. That's it. You know, these stories of doubts and self-doubts actually begins from home, then school, college, workspace. It goes on and on until we reach the grave. Yes, this is a never-ending process. You know, in most of many houses, there are still that child whose actual talent is never appreciated, being compared to a sibling's or a neighbor's child's ability which that poor child failed to have. Many homes will have that child who doesn't know why he or she was born, waking up to his or her quarrelling and separating parents every morning. Many homes will have that girl child who doesn't know why her Brothers' needs and opinions are only respected in her family. Even after being born to the same parents, many homes will have the child, maybe a boy or a girl, who was abused by their own family member or even their own teacher, but are suppressed by their own family itself, making them doubt: Will I break my family or its reputation if I react? Many homes will have that girl child who was scolded by her parents for slapping the person who disturbed her on the way home, while her brother was appreciated for fighting on the streets, like a real man, making her doubt, is it not okay for a girl to react to the wrong? And like how home is her first school, it can even turn out to be the first place where the first seeds of doubts are sown in us. every school and college i tell you every one of them every one of them will have the unheard stories of a too fat too thin dark or black ugly or underconfident students insults and humiliations most of the classrooms will have a loner's bench where someone of these categories with no friends gets cornered And you know, it's a human nature to keep a close eye on every other person's life and keep commenting on it, especially in India, unfortunately. Here, if someone loves dressing up and doing a bit of makeup, they're immediately titled, so showing off and wannabe. Or if someone likes to keep it the opposite way, simple and traditional, they're mostly fattus and behanjis. Or if a guy seems to be a bit more timid than usual guys, the next question we get to hear will be, Is he a gay? And what if he is a gay, she is a lesbian or they are transgenders? What is the problem? They are not bothering our lives, then why do we let them live? Or if a girl is a bit bold and has got a strong opinion for herself, she is nothing more, nothing less. She is a feminist. You know, actually, our society has got some golden rules that's unfortunately not written down in our constitution. Like, a girl and a boy can never be friends. Never. And if you find a girl and a group of boys, one of them have to be her boyfriend. Or else, she's gone. She's characterless. Really? I mean, What do we gain by this? Or is there anybody who has, had or will ever gain anything from this? Anyone? You know, all this just gives us broken self-respect, worthlessness, hatred, depression and death. Nothing else. Do you know we have more than 1,000 suicide cases due to domestic violence every year? In the year 2015, 15 students suicided after being ragged within a span of 18 months. And the current scenario will definitely be worse. This year, we lost around 3 neat aspirants due to exam pressure and many, many, many more due to unemployment. And the world has a number of two hundred and sixty-four million depressed people here. Sounds great, right? Don't you think we don't have a role in this? Unsatisfied arranged marriages, dowry system and the domestic violence that follows are something that this society, the society that includes us, created. The society asked girls to be good daughters and good daughters are the ones who silently agrees to her parents for anything, killing her dreams, ambitions and opinions. And after that, it started teaching her parents to attract the grooms and his families with all the money and gold possible even if the parents had to sell everything for that and later beg on the roads. It is this society that kept asking these students and unemployed about their results and jobs and killed them and their mental stability? To be very honest, mostly such deaths are not to escape from the failures, but to escape from these questions that we ask that are torturing them. Every quarrelling parent. Bullying classmates and anyone who does anything like this. Things that just because they don't react, they are okay. Remember, they could be depressed, almost dead inside or even dead. Who knows? Why do we spread so much negativity and hate? Why? Why can't we just appreciate? Remember, nobody chooses the way they are. It happens. And if we are not bullied, it's not our talent but pure luck. And if your words are making someone cry or hate themselves, feel ashamed of yourself. Because you are the loser here. And you are showing who you are in reality. Life is a journey and... Self-love, self-respect, self-worth and happiness are a few destinations, so why do we change someone else's destination into death and depression? Why? They too deserve a happy journey, right? You know, just stop questioning someone's worth, stop trolling, stop body shaming, stop insulting people. Make a life less of a battle, you know. Spread smiles. Find beauty in everything. You know, when you find a loner, don't look around for other people. Just go sit with them and talk. When you see an underconfident person on stage, just cheer for them, whether you know them or not. Just cheer for them. And when you find anyone being alienated for what they are, maybe their sex, maybe their color, maybe their anything. Just smile at them and make this place a better place to live in. It's actually easier than you think. And what if this you do make someone who hates you and yourself who hates yourself hate you a little lesser? Just live and let live. That's easy. And this is saying for own sake for you. Thank you.